0: What is going on? This is Rick Beta coming to you live from San Jose, California with another episode of Better Late Than Never. If you tuned in last week, you know that I'm, I'm on a mission basically to get caught up on a lot of videos I missed from 2012 to 2015. So yeah, that's where we're at here. And this week I am going to discuss DGK's Parental Advisory, which uh, premiered on December 11th, 2012. And it was at the Avalon in August Hollywood California makes sense and from what I remember I remember seeing pictures about it like so many big time like heavy hidden like rappers celebs they were all in attendance so it was a huge deal I do remember seeing pictures but now I'm watching the video so and this was actually the f- team's first full-length video so um for, for DGk and of course they had a lot of support with from a uh, g-shock as well and this was written and directed by Randall Kirk the so yeah it straight up has an IMDB page so yeah, let's get it. All right, so first off, I mean, <laughs> the title is quite literal, right? It's literally advising you to have parents around and or required, you know. I think it's more of like a necessity cuz I'm not this is not a kids movie by any means. And let me just say this, my 8-year-olds, I would not allow them to watch this. And I was thinking, okay, well, what age would you let them, Rick? Uh, maybe 15, 16, but even then, this is a seventeen and up type of video, you know. And I wonder how many shops, you know, sold this one to you know underage kids back in the day, you know, in two thousand twelve. If you think about it. So I mean, so yeah, it's it's quite literal in the title. So I do respect them for giving us all the warnings. You know, there's no shock, (laughs) no surprise if you do click play and you have it in front of your kids. So, but yeah, so, and also too, I got to add, if you're not into like skate movies with a plot, then this won't be your thing. Because it has this kind of, it's kind of like a gangster version of Animal Chin. Maybe, not really, but I mean, if you're familiar with skate videos, like, you know, Free Your Mind, Can't Stop the Firm, You'll kind of know what I'm referring to, and I know there are some others out there as well, but I just I can't think of them at the moment. So there is a plot slash story that they are trying to overall revolve around, you know, as far as, like, basically what it's like to be part of, you know, the DJK crew, what they were like as kids. So it had all the obvious ones, right? It had tons of drugs, girls, guns, thefts, fights, basketballs, shooting at cops, tripping cops. Peeing on Frozen Cops. Tons of cameos. You know, Death by Ghetto Burgers. A couple Robin Hood moments. Tagging. Spray painting. You know, did I did I label this enough or did I explain this enough for you I give you a vivid picture of what this video is like if you haven't seen it? But I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it yet, so um I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you know, you get it in a nutshell. What this the uh, whole thing was about so but it was very interesting though to see how creative they got with their, their rider intro so yes they did have titles you know i'm a big stickler for that i hate when they don't have them so let's get to it so the rider so um wade disarmo dude i mean he, now he rides for primitive but he's got a legit front three i was thinking like donger and ray type style but that fr- the hard flip over the rail to bank that was sick that's what i jotted down Josh Kalis, I've got my hands up in the air, best trade flip in the game, don't at me, and he is too, of course, one of only maybe four or five skaters who can actually pull off the camo cargo pants, a lot of people wear them, they just can't, there's only five, four or five skaters out there in, in the lifetime of skateboarding's existence that can pull it off, so yeah, and then Marcus McBride, the OG from uh, the Bay Area. That line, with a, the, it was a, a nolly 180 over the bench to fakey tail to nolly flip to crooked grind. It was like, a what, a seven or eight stair? That was pretty cool. I like that. I like that run. I did notice the sound effects, so I, I don't think the truck was really slowing down. But, you know, this is a movie. You know, sound effects happen. So I did have to just point that out. I was like, wait a minute. It doesn't seem right. Marquise Henry. Uh he's probably one of my favorite dudes on the team. And, and and it's cool, like, you know, seeing this video and then now, like, you know, all the DGK crew are getting older. They're not, you know, DGK all day. And now it's like, okay, DGK on Saturdays, man. I'm tired. And maybe on Sundays only, but I always liked him. He's got a tight ledge game, dude. And I loved, loved his ender. Always love Marquise Henry's uh footage. So and Dane Vaughn, you know, Dane, Dane's going to Dane. It was a gnarly tray. It was down that uh it was the penny double set as many call it, but that double set. Seriously, dude. I mean, look at his feet too. They were kind of like they're so it was yeah, it was very precise. It precisely flipped and he had to have his feet in the right spot to make that thing just carry on with its movement. So that was that was gnarly. And we got Rodrigo TX The OG, another OG, he skates for numbers now. So, needs to say, I mean, I only remember about numbers when they post clips on Instagram. So, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, they're still around. So, that was a huge loss for DJK. You know, you got to take care of that guy. No matter what, you know, I know things happen, relationships get sour, etc. But, that was a huge loss for DJK. So, you know, but I enjoy any and all of his footage. So, I just had to say that. And Derek Wilson's Nolly Game. Totally insane. Nolly. I mean, the Nolly board slide, it was about twenty 28 minutes in. 28 minutes and 25 seconds is what I put on my nose, just to be specific. But notice that it was like mid-flight, kind of late alignment slash adjustment to land on the rail, and that angle. I'm holding my fingers up. Perfection. That was that was nice. Dwayne Fagundis. I, I think I pronounced it wrong. I, I meant to look that up, as I know I've heard it over the years numerous times, but his, his part was sick, but I especially liked the, it was the faky 360 pop shove, right? That one I had to rewind a couple times and it, most people oversee that one. Like, oh, that, that's a hard trick and doing it over that and to do a 360 on it. So, and it's about 30 minutes in. So if you want to check that out, Lenny Rivas, uh, Nolly 360 over the bench, but I put in bold letters. He's the one guy on the team that I will reach out to should, like, crap hit the fan, things start to go down. That dude is down. So I will be contacting Lenny should anything happen. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's noted on record on this podcast. Uh, Jack Curtin. Uh, mainly what stuck out for me, which I really loved, was that switch flip 50-50 down the hubbub. How did you do that? I don't get it. And then, of course, you know, the basketball game. I know, yeah, of course, the nice product placement with the G-Shock watch. I get it. You know, that was, that was very smart. But, Steve, and then, he, of course, the intro, is Stevie Williams' part. And, and all I got to say about Stevie is he's got legendary, he's a legendary ledge skater, right? But he's got it. You know, the regular Switch, fakie, he's got it down. So, that's all I got to say for that. But, oh, also, too. Why did Stevie got? Why did he have to get shot? I didn't like that man. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, I get it. You know, he had got to have drama, and he was trying to do the right thing, let the little man play. But man, why did guy get shot though? And then, and then what happens is, now I'm getting into the story part, you guys. Those are all the writers, but, and then everyone gets frozen. You know, all the cops get frozen. Then the homeless dudes get frozen, and then the gangsters get frozen. And then everyone, I was like, huh? And even Lil Wayne, you know, I mentioned Lil Wayne last episode. He got in on the action too, spray painting the 5.0, right? So he's, uh, and I guess, yeah, like I said, everyone except the skaters were frozen. But I was thinking like, but how did Stevie get all like patched up then? I mean, he came out of the EMT truck. I mean, was it an EMT that also skated? Was it all a dream? You know, I don't know. I guess I'll have to wait for the sequel to find out. But that was, I was like, huh? All right, you had me. And then people were frozen. And how did he get fit? Oh, it's just a flesh wound. Okay, all right, cool. But so, yeah, I mean, all in all, I enjoyed this video. Every skater had like almost a complete song's worth of footage, which is good. And it was about an hour. And I was like, dude, I really am committing to this, right? An hour. An hour-long video, you guys. I'm not, and it flew by pretty quickly. I had to watch it in two installments cuz I was watching some of it during the day, but I'm as you know, I'm homeschooling my kids cuz school is not in session. So I couldn't watch it all in one sitting, which is good. But it flew by when I watched it a second time around. It wasn't it didn't seem as long, you know, but but yeah, but they they of course the one thing I noted too is they spend, and they obviously have a nice budget for their soundtracks. I mean, every video I've seen of theirs over the years has always had well-known rappers, well-known songs, well-known tracks. So they spend the money on their 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 audio, and it shows. It it's their brand. You could tell that they they spend a lot of time and detail on it. So, and you know what? You will never, ever, ever hear in a DJ key, DGK video. I'm a creep. I'm a winner. You, won't, you will never hear a Radiohead song on a DGK video. It's just not going to happen. But then again, if you think about it, it, might just for kicks, put it on your Spotify and put it on repeat and then watch any of their DGK videos and see what happens. Maybe it'll work for you. I don't know. But, oh, and Oh, and speaking of, I do have to admit, it was a little weird seeing, you know, Steven Fernandez, A.K.A. Baby Scumbag, in this video, you know, before his and uh, Keelan's downward spiral, right? And it was actually a little sad. I mean, both had so much potential, and you know, both are. I mean, they're still out there. And they're trying to stay relevant, but you know, I'm shrugging. Good luck with that, you know. So I did want to mention that. I was a little, a little on the weird side, knowing all what went down in 2015. So, so yeah, but that's all I've got for this episode if you guys have seen that video let me know your thoughts what did I you know um, miss I mean I I, I just kind of did some key bullet points but what are some key things that you that stood out for you is what I'm saying what what the best part of your video and tell me about it like how how did Stevie Williams all of a sudden he's fine was the EMT a skater was it all a dream? You know, when's the sequel, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, who knows? But let me know your thoughts. I will talk to you guys again on Tuesday for the next episode of the No Mongo podcast. But, yeah, you can check out nomonga.com in the meantime. And I definitely look forward to hearing from you guys. We'll talk to you then. See you. Being a Dirty Ghetto Kid to me is, is basically like, you know, my, my perception of a Dirty Ghetto Kid. Because I always think about this a lot. It's like two different types of Dirty Ghetto Kids. And I'm the Dirty Ghetto kid that accepted being dirty, being from the ghetto and wanting more in life and wanting to learn more to achieve so I could not be called or still be dirty, you know. I'm from the hood. I'm not saying that I'm never going to be ghetto, but those are just adversities and challenges in my life that I wanted to get past to become who I am now.